0: One of the factors is Thailand is well known for its wide range of uh, tourism and ecotourism and hospitality. So the people here are friendly and as well as uh, you have a wide range of food and a wide range of uh, things to see and do here. So they see it as a bonus. So having treatment is one thing here but you have a bonus of uh, traveling or going around Thailand itself too.
1: Welcome to Brood in Bangkok, the podcast about the people you meet in the city that makes a hard man crumble. Welcome to Brood in Bangkok. This is Siddhant. It's so interesting how we fall into patterns very easily. Take moving to a new city, for instance. You move in, you take your stuff out, you start unpacking. And within the first week, you've sorted out those key core things that make life livable. You figure out the things that are important for your safety and well-being for the future. So you figure out your insurance, you figure out your hospital. You you know about a lot of these things right off the bat. But there's a lot of these other smaller services that you don't quite need all the time, but you still need them figured out. And it could be something like having a, the right mechanic or... Maybe a a special goods store where you need to buy certain cleaning products and things like that. But for me, something that I found very interesting in my travels is I would never really pick a dentist. I never pick somebody to check my teeth all the time. Uh, Back home, I had the family dentist. So I would just go visit him twice a year like I always do, get my teeth checked. Didn't even think about it. In fact, whenever I go back, I just visit. I just know that I can do that. But this is not one of those things that comes easily and not one of those things that makes a lot of lists. Like who are we gonna pick as our dentist when we move to this country? Um, My guest today is a very, very, very smart person who has tried to do more than just give you an option for dentistry in Bangkok and Thailand. Uh, She has tried to raise standards, really bring, bring trust to this role. And she shed a lot of light for me personally about why dentistry in in Bangkok can be at at a very high world-class level. And I think uh, a lot of people are going to learn more about dentistry today than they have ever, ever learned before. So yeah, we're just sitting here in the Bangkok International Dental Hospital. Right? Correct. Yeah. Yeah.
0: So um BIDH or Bangkok International Dental Hospital is uh our it's Thailand's uh, first, one of the first official specialized center hospital in Thailand. Okay. Uh so uh, and we're
1: here with Lucinda Chen.
0: Yes. Right?
1: Okay. Correct. So Lucinda you're going to tell us about the hospital right now before I interrupted you fantastically but you're also going to tell us a little bit about yourself right so let's let's start with the hospital what, what makes this different from other dental centers
0: well first of all um, it is one of the first specialized dental hospital by license wise okay. so um, all all the previous uh, places there isn't a specialized uh, hospital for dental itself it has there was skin on skin hospitals and there was eye hospitals. Yeah. So BIDH channel hospital is the first for um, dental itself. Okay. Yeah. And um, the strength point of BIDH is um, it's ba- it's basically it has one of the top tier dentist in Thailand itself. Okay. Um, the group of dentists that we have mainly are American board certified. A lot of them are um, international speakers and they are also professors of uh, at the universities teaching other specialists. So basically the team of the dentists we have here are the teachers of specialists uh, okay. in terms of treating our patients. So it's one of the okay. sp- main strengths about um, BIDH.
1: That's okay. So this, so again, that's a very uh very strong endorsement. not only do we have the best doctors, the best dentists, we have the dentists that teach the specialists how to become specialists. Correct And those are the dentists that work here.
0: Yes and um, basically we work by a referral system so uh, okay. a lot of a lot of uh, expats, a lot of international patients actually come. to to BIDH to have treatment and uh we go through a referral system whereby we have a consulting dentist that does a treatment plan and each portion of a patient's treatment is then assigned off to the specialist so this is to ensure that the patient's treatment is properly done uh, and done as quick as possible and also it's done correctly the first time
1: yeah yeah because
0: timing is always crucial for for yeah. many expats was very and, busy and,
1: and generally and people and generally because <laughs> no one comes to the dentist well i i mean a lot of people do but most people show up when there's a problem like Correct. people aren't like <laughs> sitting around going hi i'm here for my regular checkup and then the dentist goes oh you need to do this one thing then we will fix it and it'll never hurt you but everyone's like Okay, my tooth is like green or something. Please help me, <laughs> and it's yes. in pain. And then now we have to rush everything.
0: Well, yeah. yeah, a lot of the times people do come here uh, when they have a problem. So uh, I, I guess in school right now a lot of them do now encourage preventive dentistry. Yeah. But yeah. the other thing that um special about BIDH as well is that we also offer sedative dentistry. So who are people who are afraid of dentists or have stress levels or anxiety about dental. uh, We actually do offer sedation as well for for these patient groups.
1: Wow. Wow. There's so many like topics here. I don't even know where to start, but let's try and start like from the very (laughs) beginning, right? Dentistry is kind of complicated, but kind of simple because you know what you're working with, working with teeth and gums, right? And everything to do with teeth and gums. So you don't worry about other things. But at the same time, like in with everything today, it's super complicated. There's like certifications. There's like the dentist, the orthodontist, the dental surgeon. There's like three guys when you thought about one guy. (laughs) You know?
0: Well, basically, um, dentistry is all about looking after your teeth. But yeah. we can break it down into different areas. So you're correct to say that there are areas where we look at. Um, basically, one of the big areas we look into is cosmetic dentistry. People who yeah. are here who want to beautify your smile. Yeah. Uh, people who have missing gaps will look at implantology mm. or um, prostodontics in replacing teeth. Yeah. Uh, people who have a toothache might be looking for root canals or uh, to get rid of your toothaches. Or tooth extraction, which is under oral surgery. So there are different specialization areas. Right. Um. But basically, if no one knows what they need, um, just pop in for a, a checkup or a consult, and a consulting dentist will basically list out if there's any need for any specific type of treatment, right. or just for a simple check. Because um, we do recommend that uh, you do an annual check at least. Yeah. Uh, once a year, in order to maintain your well, health.
1: Well, I was normal. growing up. It was always like go every six months. Is that, that's the actual best thing, right? Yes.
0: So it's usually six months to one year. If uh, you have certain issues, for example, gum disease, uh, your dentist might, your periodontist might recommend you to come every three months instead. So it depends on the need as well.
1: Okay. So to recap, the dentist is effectively the first person you talk to, like a physician, and then they figure out what are the other things you might need for your teeth, right?
0: Uh, there is a consulting dentist. So yeah. what, the, what the person does is they basically do a draft treatment plan.
1: Right.
0: If there is a need for multiple, th- multiple items, but otherwise. Yeah. You they just
1: check on your health. Basically, <laughs> right? like they, they just check. check on your teeth.
0: Correct. Health, so right? basically when we do a checkup, you discuss whether you have any concerns or, mm-hmm. uh, and you take an x-ray if there's a need to do so.
1: Right. Yeah. Right. So how did uh, Lucinda become good at like, managing dentistry are you a dentist yourself
0: um no actually i came here about 14 years ago okay and uh we i i i was actually i'm from singapore originally okay and uh i used to work in singapore as a consult as as a consultant at the center okay yeah and then uh i moved over here Because I got married here, actually. Okay. And, uh, so now I'm, I've been doing, and I've been doing dentistry or helping out in the dental area for about, about the same number of years, 14 years. Okay. So it all started firstly, uh, at Bangkok International Dental Center. Mm -hmm. So this is actually our flagship or our award winning dental center. Right. Um, they have been operation for close to 12 years.
1: Right. And so uh, when you say we, is it, what is the group's name or the oh,
0: um, corporation's it's, name? The whole company is actually called uh, Dental Corporation Public Limited. Okay. So this is a conglomerate company that holds Bangkok International Dental Center. Okay. Bangkok International Dental Hospital mm-hmm. and two or three other dental clinic brands. Uh, is
1: this based in Thailand or Singapore?
0: Uh, it's basically all based in Bangkok in Thailand. Oh, sorry. Okay. In Thailand. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. And um, so you started out as a consultant and you were already working within dentistry while you were a consultant, or as in in the business and management of dentistry as a consultant, would it be fair to say?
0: Uh, I was doing business consulting. Yeah. And then when I moved here, uh, I I knew nothing about dentistry actually. Oh, okay. All right.
1: <laughs> yeah. So you just got into the business. Yes. Yeah, so, saw, saw how
0: correct. Yeah. So, thereafter, I picked up. A uh, little bit by bit and um, starting off with actually answering questions mm. about uh, what patients were asking about in terms of dentistry right. and thereafter uh, actually looking into the business processes and how 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 the company and or the dental industry works and thereafter uh, we've kind of developed thereafter from a Bangkok international dental center uh, into other branches because we see the need for having locations uh, around the city area. Thereafter, we went off and it got public listed in 2017. Then um, after public listed, uh, we opened the hospital.
1: Right, right, right. Wow, there's a lot of stuff. Okay. i just wanted to know uh a bit more about how you got involved with this company was it uh, somebody that you knew that was working in it already and then they're like hey you moved to bangkok why don't you you know try okay. your hand at this or something of that nature
0: it, it's actually um, my partner
1: oh, okay yeah
0: <laughs> yeah so he 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 he's an orthodontist
1: okay yeah right.
0: and um and he started off with, uh, doing, uh, one dental clinic. Mm-hmm. And at that time, yeah. uh, we saw, he saw that, uh, medical tourism or dental tourism was a growing thing. That yeah. was about yeah. 14 years ago when that, that, that wasn't that many international travelers coming in. Hmm. Um,
1: for specifically for dentistry. Specifically mean, for that? dentistry, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: So thereafter, about 14 years ago then, hmm. um, after the first clinic, uh, we were he realized there was potential for for that, so he opened Bangkok International Dental Center. Okay. And at that time, there wasn't a big one 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 stop dental center that would customize and service everything under one roof. Hmm. Uh, for Bangkok International Dental Center, uh, they were the first to get hold of uh, Joint International Joint Commission International, the JCI. Yeah. So they first in Thailand for dentistry to get hold of it, for ambulatory care. And basically they are the second in Southeast Asia to be JCI accredited for ambulatory care as well. So that was a big achievement for uh, BIDC, for Bangkok International Dental Center, because um, that gave a lot of trust for international travelers to fly into Bangkok to have treatment because that standard uh, or that qualifications meant that people who had treatment at BIDC would attain the same standard on what you would get if you were receiving treatment in the USA. Because the standard is actually from the USA.
1: Right, yeah. I'm familiar with JC. Actually, this is the, this this the other thing. I think um, the medical field has changed so dramatically with the advent of the internet. I mean, it's easy to say that, but there's like specific things that come up. And one of these things is accreditation. Like you didn't really see this in a hospital when you walked into the lobby because that's the only time you'd interact with the hospital previously, right? Like you'd walk in and you'd be like, okay, I'm in the hospital now. I need to do whatever it is I need to do. But now you're like, I have to buy insurance. Does the insurance company provide me with all these things? And if so, which hospital do I get this care from Mm -hmm. and then you look up the hospital and you're like what is good about this hospital are they accredited by jci for instance you know um and i've seen this because you know when you write when you create websites you have to put these things up you have to be transparent about all of that stuff so did you see this as like uh did you see this coming or were you guys ahead of the curve here like would you just racking up the accreditation because that's the way you saw this going
0: well, we, first of all, uh, we felt that quality is always one of the key things and, uh, it's a trust factor as well. A lot of international patients, uh, some things they look at would be, uh, how safe is it to actually travel right. here for treatment? Right. Uh, what kind of qualifications do my doctors or my dentists have? Um, and so a certification or, uh, a standard would give you that assurance that they have been audited by a third party in order to meet meet the standards or or the criteria that you are having safe treatment somewhere. Because in Thailand, um, standardization and practices can actually vary a lot. Um, Therefore, uh, if you get something that's internationally based and you have someone to audit you uh, periodically, it gives an assurance that it's always upkept and consistent and yeah. safe as well
1: i mean that's what you want yeah. for sure okay so before dentistry before thailand you were in singapore are you from singapore originally as well
0: yes yes i'm okay. singapore
1: okay so yeah. and uh just school there university wow. there stuff yes, like that so
0: i i finished my college all the way from singapore and then i studied in london after okay so uh I did um, information systems as well as accounting finance uh, from London School of Economics.
1: Okay. Yeah, in the UK. Wow. Okay. That's a pretty big school. Uh, And okay, so then you came back, worked at Accenture, you know, things were going great. And then, you know, you moved over to Thailand. (laughs) Yes. That's another thing. Yes. (laughs) how, How did you think, like, did you think that you'd ever be involved in something like the medical field or dentistry. When you were studying the things you were studying, like what were you planning to do with your career before you moved over here?
0: Um, I think when I first moved to Thailand, yeah. um, the first thing was settling in, actually. Yeah. Um, and actually, I had to pick up Thai first because I felt that that was a very, a good a good subject to have if i'm going to live here yeah since my partner is is thai yeah therefore uh, i went to study in uh chula for the thai language oh, for okay. a year plus before doing um coming into work itself but while i was doing that um while I was studying uh i actually went into answering queries about dentistry and theref- therefore after we just went into that area.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. So you were studying and how did this interface come about? Like what? how does one like in answer queries about dentistry? Was it like uh, for a, like the business or was it like?
0: Well, everything is done online. Yeah. So at that time, um, email was still the common method of channel to to ask and to reply for, for services and for things.
1: Yes, with no, all these chatbots and correct. stuff. So right,
0: nowadays yeah. it has changed dramatically with what's chat and line. So the, the, the pace of how things has moved has also become much faster. Right. So applying applying in terms of, of speed wise, yeah. um, we also see this in businesses right now that we have to respond much quicker. And even in terms of the delivery of dental treatments, it has to be much faster than before. Mm. So one of the things, one of the other things that Dental Corporation has done is that um, we have our own dental labs.
1: Right. So that
0: helps to actually speed up the delivery time of Teethworks because we actually have this in-house. It's a dedicated lab what without any... What does
1: a immune. dental lab do? They, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start doing this now. <laughs> I'm just, just going to stop you and I don't know what's happening. Yeah.
0: Well, they basically make Teethworks. So what they what make,
1: was that? like?
0: Um, If let's say you were undergoing because... Um, uh, cosmetic cir- cosmetic dentistries, where, where yeah. you want to have a small makeover,
1: Yeah.
0: Um, they have to make a lumineer or uh, a lemonade that is placed over the teeth. It's called a veneer.
1: Okay. So yeah. this
0: veneer requires lab work to be made.
1: Okay. Or let's to say. Crafted have- and stuff.
0: Correct. Like, yeah. Or you have like a, a damaged tooth and you need to have a crowned over. Hmm. So this crown has to be produced in the dental labs as well.
1: Right. Yeah. So your average dental clinic just does like the measurements and sends it over to a neighborhood dental lab that makes all of these things and it goes back to the clinic. But over here, you just have it in-house.
0: Well, is that, the, is the that advantage of in-house, yeah. uh, a lot of the clinics, what they do is, uh, or hospitals, what they do is they do take impression off whatever is required and they send it off to an external lab, an outsourced lab. For mm. us, uh, we have it in-house, meaning that uh, there is no wait time, no queue. And the other thing is, we're one of the first to have a fully digitized uh, dental laboratory that yeah. can customize all ceramic crowns as well as uh, abutments for implants. So okay. a lot of the, depending on the case, some of them are still done by impression, but a lot of new cases nowadays are doing digital scanners yeah. and using CAD, CAD yeah, CADAM, yeah, yeah. yeah, Basically uh, machines to build it in order to get better precision at fast and faster pace as well.
1: Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, uh, again, this took you a while. So you were were doing Thai lessons at Chula. These are those intense Thai lessons, right? Where you have to be there like six hours or something.
0: It's actually, it's actually fuller or harder than a master's degree Mm -hmm. in my view.
1: Yeah, it sounds (laughs) like it. Like, so how how long were you there every day? Because I've always wanted to take that class.
0: Um, it was five days a week, the full day. Okay. So right from 10 till 3
1: damn so then after this you have to sit and do like learn about dentistry is that what happened like then you have to answer the emails about dentistry you
0: actually pick up a lot when you answer people's questions (laughs) yeah
1: i can imagine so so yeah so you did that for a year and a half your your time must be like extremely good right now um
0: well i I can go past um ordering food and talking normally (laughs)
1: that's good yeah Uh, i think a lot of us cannot do that like beyond beyond the the it's, few basic daily tasks that we have to we've got a Thai school yes, or whatever i think
0: i think yeah. as a as an expat i think it's difficult to pick up a language yeah, uh, for sure for for especially thai because it mm. actually has a lot of intonations
1: exactly yeah. and it's like are, are you a mandarin speaker as well or did you not did you speak that at all at home in uh, singapore I, I do
0: speak mandarin as well
1: okay so you already have a head start there <laughs> see the rest of us don't even have that kind of ear for these these, these sort of things <laughs> Um, so yeah, so, so you did, so you did the Thai lessons in the day and also were answering the dental questions and therefore now you have this knowledge base. So this took you about a couple of years to get like this, uh, it, it took, understanding of the dental system. Let's put it that way.
0: Yes. It took about 10 years plus of experience to, to develop or to get where I am right now.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. So even that was just the starting point, you could say. Um, Okay. Uh, so you now you've done like your basic stuff, the BIDC, I'm going to correct, that's yes. Bangkok International Dental Clinic at this point, right?
0: I- International Dental Center. Center, yes, sorry. Right.
1: Okay. Center. At this point was already up and running, right? Or. Uh,
0: Well, it started off uh, around the time when I started off as well. Okay. So uh, So. at that point, they were doing JCI and uh, we went, we went through, actually went through the whole process of doing it as well. So
1: so JCI is the, this is the audit phase. Like somebody's coming to check out everything that you have in the center.
0: Uh, It's actually done by an auditor that flies in from USA. Okay. So basically, uh, if you're accredited by JCI international, it means that uh, an international or a USA uh, auditor actually flies in to Comes check in. you yeah. Yeah, and you have to follow all the standards and the standards are relatively strict. Mm. So they have things that range from um, patient safety, patient safety goals, all the way up to verifying your supplies to make sure the implants you import in are actually genuine.
1: Okay, yeah. right. So this process took some time and you know... It...
0: We are very happy that we actually managed to accomplish it within a year plus, which a lot of hospitals has taken a lot of time and uh, some of them didn't manage to pass as well because okay. the effort or the the criterias are actually pretty strict
1: yeah it sounds like it so when you say that a lot of people take a lot of longer and more time like what do you think like takes makes it take so long like what what stops people from like getting it right away
0: a lot of the time it requires a uh, participation from your doctors in order to get the training process or to get them to change to a specific stand that you you would help you would hope for them to use as well right. and uh, secondly uh, there's quite a lot of resource capital poured in to make sure that your building structure is sound um, fire safety uh, fall risk how how to train your staff, um, getting the right people in as well, in terms of having licensed l- nurses, right. yeah, which is um, verified for. So all our doctors are verified from source. We actually had to write to the universities to make sure they are genuine doctors that wow. has graduated there.
1: Okay. Yeah. That's a lot of effort. It's okay.
0: quite a lot to check actually. So we're very proud that we are actually, the first Dental Clinic and the First Centre to do so in Thailand. And um, that has led up to having us uh, gotten hold of many awards because Mm. uh, we have proven that we actually do provide quality-based services. So um, awards that were won from BIDC included the Prime Minister Award, uh, which is one of the most prestigious awards you can get from the government in terms of um, an industry or SME contributing to the economy of Thailand.
1: Wow. There was
0: a BIPO Award. And uh, we also got hold of the Global Health and Travel Awards for the four, past four consecutive years.
1: That's so, a lot of awards. So yeah. all
0: these are leading up because um, we do put a lot of focus onto quality.
1: Yeah, and, yeah. I mean, this facility, that, I mean, I just walked in. So again, the hospital that we're in right now, when did it open its doors?
0: It actually just recently opened this year Okay. in July. Okay. So BIDH uh, has... has so it's phase one whereby uh we have a daycare
1: mm-hmm. a
0: daycare center to to treat uh your full range of normal ranges of uh, dental services. Right. We also have inpatient um so sedative dentistry as well right yeah, so we have uh we are different from other clinics yeah. that we provide
1: okay. sedation services. How, how well. does this work now? I mean a lot of people are probably wondering what is this sedation dentistry? Why haven't I heard of it before? Is it that new, or is it just very like prohibitively expensive, or something?
0: Oh no, it's um, it's basically um, for people who would like general anesthesia while having treatment, they can now uh, have general general anesthesia or mild sedation to so that they feel relaxed when they're having treatment. Um, it's not a new thing, but you do not have those or this kind of treatments in clinics or. Uh, other places because it's it's actually not safe if you were to go into a clinic and there wasn't someone there qualified to ensure your safety in terms of uh if you were to have sedation you should be monitored for or there should be someone on a standby in case anything should happen there's always there's right. always a qualified person
1: right. to take so, care of. So this is the anesthesiologist,
0: correct? This right. anesthesiologist and also a licensed nurse yeah. that is trained for ACLS and BLS.
1: Okay, so those are like uh, the like care systems, or like just to for well, emergency care. They're
0: they're they, they have to have those qualifications in okay. order to uh, do so in terms of in cases in emergency.
1: Right, right, yeah. right. So emergency care. So yeah.
0: basically, it's. For patient safety.
1: Okay, so there's like there's a whole whole lot more staff basically with because you are, like the the anesthesiologist is going to give you more than you know a regular general anesthesia, right? Kind of.
0: Well, not just staff, but also equipment, technology uh, that we placed in uh, is all there to ensure patient safety, Hmm. minimizing risk, increasing patient safety, uh, and just to ensure a successful outcome.
1: Okay. So this, this is all in the hospital now. And again, like, this is all going back to your uh, idea of medical tourism, right? So you said that you did a lot of research trying to understand the medical tourists from like, when you started out 10, 10, 12 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, what were the things that you found that were missing at the time?
0: First of all, I think uh international patients would like someone that can speak English. Yeah. Or their language. Yeah. So, yeah. one of the one of the things is that um all the doctors that we have will have to have that capability of speaking or communicating to the patient properly uh, in order to know what's going on. Sure. Yeah. Uh, so one of them is a uh, language. Okay. Um the second and So so therefore, most of our doctors that we do bring or select in are basically graduates from UK, USA, Australia, or overseas graduates, or they are board certified. Because we see that this is one point that expats or international patients look for. Um, The second thing I think is speed. Uh, The response of how fast your treatment can be done. So in order to do that, uh, in terms of speed, customer service is a point. For quick service, Mm -hmm. as well as as I mentioned, the dental labs in order to speed up the treatment time and shorten the timings. Right. Uh, The third thing would be bringing in the technology that can do it more detailed, as well as safer and faster.
1: Right. right. So
0: um, that's another area that we see moving and ever changing and trending as well.
1: Okay. I mean that makes sense. But again, I guess the, the biggest factor for these things is usually just cost also, right? Like it's always got to be competitive.
0: And cost too, yes. So uh, a lot of our patients who are from Australia, New Zealand or US, UK, uh, they, obviously one of the reasons why they fly here is of course cost as yeah. well. Yeah, and
1: but, of course Bangkok. Yeah. Yes,
0: and of course Bangkok. Yeah. And, and they're getting the same quality of kind of training doctors that they have from what they have back home because these are licensed doctors or board certified doctors right. that uh, can actually work in their country as well so
1: hmm.
0: in terms of the quality it's there and the cost is lower here
1: yeah yeah so That so, is. so that's that's definitely one aspect and i think the other one is the tourism aspect right is is there some like uh like uh, aspect of the treatment that you involve with tourism like do you say like yeah why don't you go visit <laughs> the royal palace today or something like that do I you think... have like some kind of because I think, I think some people do do that, right?
0: Yeah, I think a lot of people do travel to Thailand um, because one of the factors is Thailand is well known for its wide range of uh, tourism and ecotourism and hospitality. Yeah. So the people here are friendly. Yeah. And as well as uh, you have a wide range of food yeah. and a wide range of uh, things to see and do here. Yeah. So they see it as a bonus. So having treatment is one thing here, but you have a bonus of uh, traveling or going around Thailand in itself, too.
1: Right. So that that definitely is a part of it. Because I always thought that that seems so goofy. Like you need to get your <laughs> teeth like fixed, but you're like, oh, but I'll make it a holiday you know? and <laughs> all. It
0: know. makes it you know more comfortable and nice yeah, you know yeah. to, you. Know, it's, what you're...
1: it's it's definitely still part of it. Um, um, I wanted to ask you about the market of medical tourism, especially to do with dentistry, because um, so many places around the world actually also offer comparable services, you know. So what would you say are like some of the major competitors to Thailand's dental in uh, tourism industry?
0: Well, we see there's a lot of uh, hospitals or good hospitals in Singapore and Malaysia as well, so around this area region in Bali. Yeah. yeah. So um, they do provide uh, quite a big amount of medical. They have quite a lot of medical tourism as well. Okay. Um, I think in terms of uh, Pricing, maybe Thailand is still, is still at the advantage in that area.
1: Right, right. So is this um, idea as well, the medical tourism idea, um, it's, you said it wasn't so prevalent in Thailand, like maybe even 10, 12 years ago, 15 years ago, let's say. But now it's really become a full-fledged, defined industry uh where else is it like this is it just these countries that you mentioned or are other new countries catching up
0: well i think medical tourism is uh normal these days because you have globalization and everyone travels everywhere now right so it's not uncommon to get treatment overseas
1: yeah yeah but like is it there's, are other countries also catching on to this? Like, hey, we can build these hospitals. And, you know,
0: yeah, I'm pretty thing. sure that a lot of na- countries around our area has also uh, done quite a bit in promoting medical tourism as well.
1: Right. Uh, but I also wanted to know generally, why is dentistry so expensive? I mean, like that's got to be something that people must ask you, right?
0: Why do you think it's expensive?
1: I mean, it's got to <laughs> be the machines for my money. Like, I put my money on the technology being like, you know, costly to operate, but I don't know why. Like it. No, seems... actually,
0: it's not that costly. I don't, I don't see that as um, if you compare to med- many other medical uh, treatments, uh, dentistry isn't. In- isn't that, that if you, if you compare it relatively, right, right. yeah. Uh, and, and also, um, checkup and consultation at uh, BIDH Dental Hospital and BIDC is actually complimentary. Oh, okay. And you don't have to pay for it. You just pop in and only if there's an issue, then your, your doctor, your dentist will tell you about that. Okay. Yeah. In order to, to evaluate further, but otherwise, um, it doesn't cost anything to come for a check.
1: Okay, good. Because I'm glad we made that <laughs> distinction. Because the second part actually does bear it out. Because there's medical insurance and there's dental insurance. How come they're not like, you know, closed? Why? Okay, you might not know exactly why, but why do you think? Like, what would be your best-educated guess?
0: Well, I think that uh, a lot of companies will cover medical, um, right. but many companies do not cover dental. Medical to them perhaps is your health check, is a necessity. Uh, for dental. It's more of a selective treatment. It's, uh, it, could be, it could be selective or non-selective. So a lot of the times we see insurances are separated out.
1: Right. Uh,
0: many companies will have, dental, uh, will have medical insurances, but they may not include dental insurance into your, your salary or your package benefits. Right. So uh, most of the time, what we see is a lot of times uh, dental insurances are, are private.
1: Hmm.
0: Yeah, but there are still some companies that we see do, do, do provide dental benefits
1: as well. Since we're on it, can you tell us a little bit about dental insurance? Because like I wouldn't even know where to start. Like what 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 does a, a basic what is a good dental insurance supposed to cover? In your opinion, if you had to go and buy one today, what would be like the first few things you'd be like? Okay, it has this, it has this, it has this. It's a good place to start.
0: I actually don't. I don't really know um, where where is a good a dental insurance right. in, in terms of per se of like which brand or company because. Yeah. I think it all comes down to what you require as well. Right. And whether there's a need for it as well. Um oh, okay, okay. I believe that a lot of companies may have basic dental insurances whereby they cover the basis such as a denture or missing teeth or or a teeth clean. But if you talk about uh things way above than that, then uh it's probably covered by by other types of all private types of
1: insurance.
0: Dental yeah. insurances, yeah. But uh um, I believe for, for many companies, they have social security claims that they can make as well. Okay. Okay. Uh, so it depends on the company that you're working for as well. Right. In terms of private, I'm not too sure about that. I but can there's Im- a lot of them out there. Yeah,
1: I'm sure there <laughs> are. And I'm sure you, you might get like the you know, insurance paperwork from some company we've never so, heard of and be like, I don't know if we can take this one. You know, do, do you get that? Uh,
0: basically, we will fill in any of the dental forms or any insurance forms that is passed on to us. Right. As long as as uh, as long as we provide back to the insurance company, company the required documents. So basically, if anyone has any insurance form, please do bring it along and yeah. let the customer service, know in advance so we can actually fill in the right documents and provide the right uh documents to process um so that the patient when when they go back home or uh when they go back to your company they are able to claim it
1: okay okay at the hospital you got like various sectors of dentistry as we've discussed but um let's talk about something that I think is also very important in other sector, if you will. Mm-hmm. Do you also do like children's dentistry over here, like because they they have like specific needs as well, right?
0: Well, pe- uh, children dentistry or pedodontics, um, yeah. basically, it's general dentistry, but it's taken care by a doctor or a dentist that knows how to how to look after children. Right. So yeah, um, it is provided at Vih Hospital as well uh, for children. Uh, generally. Uh, you can find a general dentist for that as well. But if your child has has never seen a doctor, a dentist, or um, has a fear of of, of a dentist, then uh, it's good to see a pedodontist specialist.
1: Okay. Okay. So, I mean, yeah, because this is where it starts, right? You go to the dentist when you're a kid <laughs> and you're like, oh no, I'm so scared. I, don't, I never want to go here again.
0: But I think, I think um, nowadays, children have, the education level and uh, children has now been more unlike like our time. Yeah. Um, children are less frightened about dentistry because they have been maintaining good health and oral health from school
1: right. since
0: young. Yeah. So I see that the younger generations these days are relatively okay with with dentists <laughs> yeah yeah
1: actually that is true they seem to fear them less than i did at least when i was a kid
0: yeah my my child my children actually look forward to going to the dentist wow because they they feel that i i want to get it done and um they don't you don't think of what we used to think about the <laughs> yeah. you know the concept of dentists in the past is very yeah. different now
1: yeah i, I can don't i can see that let's take a break from the episode to talk about thai pod 101 ThaiPod 101 is an innovative way to learn Thai. Through their mobile app, desktop app, and website, learn Thai anytime on any device of your choosing. Start speaking Thai from your very first lesson and learn in minutes with 3-15 to minute lessons in audio and video formats. There are new free lessons every week, so you can build your vocabulary and knowledge and become a pro in no time at all. Sign up for a free lifetime account with ThaiPod101 today. But that's not all. Save 25% on any paid program you wish to purchase from ThaiPod101 by going to the URL thaipod101.com slash coupon slash broodinbangkok. That's right. That's the name of the show. So support us and learn Thai today by using this coupon code and purchasing a program of your choice we we'll leave a link in the description below, and we really think you should go and check it out. And now, back to the show. So what do your children think, like, about the whole, de- your whole managing of the <laughs> dentistry universe here? They're like, yeah, dentistry, it's the coolest. Is that, is that how it works? How many kids do you have?
0: Well, I have three. Okay. Yeah.
1: And do they all like, so they all like to go visit the dentist? <laughs> well,
0: They they don't have any fear or any qualms about it. So ever since young, I brought them to see the doctor and the dentist. And uh, actually, one of them just fell asleep while they were in a chair. In the chair, wow. Yeah,
1: they just fell asleep. It's
0: like, it's 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 non-stressful to them.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty good. You don't even need the sedated dentistry for that. (laughs) Automatic. Wow,
0: But I guess it's also because the technology these days and the technique these days are very different from the past. So right, yeah. things aren't painful or as fearful or they, they are not as how it seems like in the past.
1: Okay. So, you know, they they also get in, reinforced a lot of dental education in school, like you said, right? So yes. what are the kind of things that you've seen from your kids from come, when they come back from school and they give you like something that they were told about their teeth? What are the like interesting I, things you hear?
0: Well I remember that uh, their school actually taught them about how the teeth structure works and what each teeth is being used for okay. so uh, quite surprising that um, you know they, they actually go into this detail and it was one of the core subjects that you do every year really? I think that was in year four of my child's school okay. so I, I do think that uh, that, that uh, health oral uh, preventive, Dentistry is actually now incorporated into many of the education system now.
1: Absolutely, yeah. I mean, I think it, it it really does come down to that because uh, yeah, I grew up in India and I used to come here all the time when mm. I was growing up and you know other places around Asia as well. But I went to study in Europe, and it didn't matter what kind of night out we had, mm. my friends would always brush their teeth before going to sleep. <laughs> you know, it's and a habit. It's not just a habit. It's like, if they don't do it, they feel weird. Correct. And that's not how I grew up. Like, I was like, oh, whatever, I'm going to sleep now.
0: And I realized that, you know, they said, like, I've brushed my teeth. I can't eat anything now. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I never heard that before, you know. But you get what I'm saying, right? This is not something like, I mean... Your mom would be like, "Yeah, brush your teeth or whatever," but it wasn't.
0: <laughs> yeah, are like self self voluntary. It's like I'm, I can't eat anything now because I brush my teeth. <laughs> yeah,
1: exactly. And and it's uh, and they, and then then I'd be like, "Yeah, okay, I guess that's a good thing." And, good and thing. then they're like, "You don't brush your teeth before you go to sleep." I'm like, yeah, "I totally brush my teeth before <laughs> I go to sleep. I'm just not doing it right now. I go home or something." I don't <laughs> know. And and then it, the other thing was like, they just be like, "Yeah, if you take care of your teeth, they'll take care of you." I'm like. I get it, but that's pretty much your whole body, you know, like you take <laughs> your body, you take care of you. But there's a, there's definitely a philosophy there about yeah. like starting with, you have to brush your teeth.
0: Well, they would twice, say you know? prevention is better than cure.
1: That's true. So they say about all medicine. <laughs> yes. Um Okay. So w- let's talk about cosmetic dentistry, because I feel like that's sort of, I think anyone who lives here in Thailand is, well aware of the cosmetic uh medical field Mm -hmm. i don't know there's no i don't know if there's a better word for it than that that it can come past dentistry and Mm -hmm. cosmetic surgery as well um how has cosmetic dentistry developed in uh, bangkok in particular
0: uh i think that uh well, having cosmetic dentistry done can be very simple. It can be a simple treatment such as whitening of the teeth, right. or it could be, It could be more other things such as uh, having orthodontic treatment, or braces to straighten your teeth, or it could be also include um, porcelain veneers in order to have a new, brand new smile. All these are meant to are meant to beautify your smile in order to give you. A lot of times, we will come to to have that done because it improves your confidence in terms of, in terms of smiling, in terms of interacting with people. So there is a wide range of, um, treatments that you can have within cosmetic dentistry itself. It could be very simple stuff to more complicated stuff. Right, right. And how it's been developed is, uh, we have seen a lot more cases, uh, going towards having porcelain veneers done. Uh, Basically, that means that instead of having, if you have very mild mild crooked teeth, you're able to do porcelain veneer. So instead of having orthodontic treatments for two years or many years, uh, it's done within two weeks. And uh, basically, they change the shape, the shade of uh, your smile. So we see quite a lot of, uh, at BIDC and at BIDH, quite a lot of actors, actresses and uh, celebrities do come to our doctors to have them done because... Uh, I have to say that the doctors at BIDC and DBIDH are one of the top in Thailand. So we have master experts for digital smile design. Okay. Um, what that is, is um, it's a concept that uses videography, photography and new digital technology to cater this, your smile individually for your facial profile. So they will match how your teeth looks like to your facial profile by customizing it for you. Wow. So this is called um, DSD or digital digital smile design.
1: So they literally redesign your smile.
0: Correct. Based on your emotional needs and based on your facial profile.
1: Okay. So when you say emotional needs, do you just mean the confidence at this point? Or like, is it just some, some other stuff that you guys look at?
0: Well, it's both because when you talk about cosmetic dentistry, When you talk about how you want to be beautiful, beauty is different in the eyes of different people. Yeah. So in order to get that, uh, you have to know what you want. And uh, to do that, you have to see what your concerns are and what is beautiful for you and for your natural look. Hmm. So uh, to do that, uh, they use a host of different uh, tools, digital tools and uh, customization to fit your smile for you
1: wow okay so they've, they've got like uh, uh, all this technology and they have the the doctors have to work off whatever random thing people say basically in and still made, manage to make it fit uh, it, it, it,
0: not exactly um yeah. basically they take photographs of how you smile right. how you how your movement of your lips are like okay. in order to see how what's the optimal balance for you so they have computer simulation programs that actually see a before and after in order to determine whether this is what you want after. So before, when you actually have the after outcome, it's something that, uh, it's something that you expected or you think that is uh, what you want. So basically, um, cosmetic dentistry is not, it's a bit of artistry as well. So yeah, I have to say be. that yes a lot of uh, people think that uh, i i think myself too that uh, a lot of thai artists or doctors here are very well skilled mm-hmm. and very good for cosmetic dentistry because they are in a way like an artist as well
1: yeah not I, mean, just... I i have noticed generally throughout thailand is a very good sense of design yes and general aesthetic yes and i guess that would translate into something like this as well where they like okay they have the technology they have the uh, what the technology gives them is the, the the way to mold or to create this smile. But then at the end of it they do take the call of what to tweak and Correct. what to Correct. fix. Okay.
0: And this is addressing what uh what you what the person would like as well, what is beautiful to them.
1: Right. And that makes a lot of sense. So how now how do you contribute to this in terms of you've took taken all this knowledge that you have like meeting or talking to a lot of uh, patients that have come and gone or prospective patients that wanted a few things, but maybe didn't get them at the time. What are the kind of things that you brought in to this medical tourism or the dental tourism for this operation? What are the things that you have to do to bring the the patients in and you know, some of the other uh, methods through which you managed to get people to come?
0: Um, I think at the end, it's all addressing what the patient needs. Mm -hmm. Um, obviously you would only come or, or you would come or you go somewhere if you need something and whether your needs are being met, whether you have any concern or any issue that needs addressing. So basically it's, it's addressing to the person's requirements, be it, uh, treatment needs, be it, uh, the doctor's qualification or travel, travel items that they need, so basically just looking at what overall the patient' main concerns are and then catering that to them.
1: Right.
0: A lot of patients come here for implants as well, dental implants. So the two main uh, treatments we see from overseas, uh, that are very common would be first of all, cosmetic dentistry. And the second one would be dental implants. People who have a problem with, they have no teeth at all. So that is one of the main reasons why they're willing to travel all this way here because if they need, they need it as a function. Yeah, so they come sure. here to have implants placed and they have new teeth. And because it's costly back home, um, they fly here to have treatment done here.
1: Okay. But then at the same time, right, they they want to get this done, but they're probably like, oh, I don't, I can't afford it. So how do you come into the picture now? Do you, is it through like advertising? Is it through like word of mouth in that country? Do you have like mm-hmm. a representative in some places or are there conventions. How does that how do you like interact with this audience that now wants this need to be met?
0: I think the most effective thing would be word of mouth actually. Uh in terms of all the marketing tools you've mentioned, uh word of mouth is one of the most powerful because it's based on other people's recommendation and trust. So we have done a good job or if if any place has done a good job then it's spread on. So yeah. that is the most trustworthy and the best way to to gain uh, people in as well. Um, if you look at our YouTube channel for, for Bangkok Dentist, uh, you will find there's a lot of uh, people who has done testimonials as well. And a lot of these patients are very well-educated people. They are um, doctors from other countries. They are nurses. Uh, they are physicists. So these are patients that actually do their research before they actually come here. Right.
1: Yeah. Okay, and and uh, what would you say is like one of your number one, number two destinations, countries from which people come to your center? Where would you say what would what which countries pop up for you?
0: Well, basically, most of them uh, do come from Australia, okay. Australia, New Zealand. Um, cost the cost in australia is relatively high so and it's country that is nearby us okay. so we do see quite a lot of australians traveling to thailand for treatment um the second country would be probably uh america for us
1: okay yeah okay yeah i mean the us has like a lot of uh, expenses in their medical front i mean it's very very expensive to get treatment there yes um, so uh When they come here, do they, because this is another thing I've seen, Mm -hmm. Uh, you have like dental tourists, but some people have like literally built their own hotels, you know, the hospitals that have built their own hotels. And I mean, so you have like your in your daily things that you need to do for like the three, four days that you're in in Bangkok for, and then they have like a place where they can stay, um, How far do you think this can be taken? Because I feel like there's a lot of people who are trying to get as much out of the medical tourist as possible right now. And I don't quite know where they can go with this. So you have like tours, like I mentioned before, like they're kind of like travel agents, you have hotels and things like that. And then you have, um, generally like just campaigns to invite people to come to Thailand and then, you know, maybe take, take on some medical treatment.
0: Uh, um, are you talking about, um, maybe, maybe alliances sending patients We Yeah, patients? yeah,
1: just generally oh, this okay. entire practice, you know, because sometimes it just seems like regular tourism with some medical, like oh, stuff. You mean, you mean like in. this,
0: um, places where, or organizations that actually put tourism, medical tourism in?
1: Yeah, yeah. Because that's actually a thing now. I mean, I've begun to see that, like where people have, hospitals have built their own hotels or they have like oh, right. strategic alliance with, okay,
0: got it. <laughs> with
1: that hotel, you know.
0: Okay. So, yeah, so for BIDC itself, we also have a hotel that's next to us. So that's actually a good point because um, we want it to be convenient for patients to to come fly in and then um, they have some place to stay. Uh, it depends, actually. Um, some patients who... There are, there are a group of patients who actually specially travel to here for treatment. That's one group of people. And if there is hotels nearby or alliances nearby, then, uh, we would just recommend them that there are, these are the places that you can go to. Um, and then there's another group that are already here. Um, right. they didn't expect to have treatment done, but walking past and hearing things and they come in and they have treatment done. So we, BIDC and, BIDC and uh BIDH General Hospital sees more of those group of people that actually fly in special for treatment. Okay. Whereas uh our other divisions, we have seventeen over branches. So our are the divisions that are in shopping malls or in uh different parts of the city areas, they would see more of the walk-in uh tourists that you just want a simple whitening, a simple clean. Right.
1: Yeah, so yeah.
0: Two separate groups of uh people hmm. uh when they when they plan for their trips. So uh, yeah, that's the two group we see.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, I mean, I'm assuming that there's also a fair amount of local clients, like right, like mm-hmm. local Thai clients. Um, yes. What are the kind of things that they step in because they they probably want this level of treatment that you offer yes. more than anything.
0: So a lot of the uh, local local um, people community, uh, they usually the very common treatment that they ask about will be orthodontic braces. Uh, We don't do orthodontic braces normally for overseas patients because you need a monthly check for it. Yeah.
1: yeah, Um,
0: yeah. With the exception of Invisalign, which is a clear aligner or a clear type of braces that you can bring the whole set back. Okay. But um, the majority of um, orthodontic braces are done locally. Uh, You do need a recheck visit with your orthodontist. And that is the key to the success. So if you have any braces fixed, you can't just put in your braces and fly off. Uh, right. You need the monthly check in order for it to be successful. Okay. Okay. So okay. the the base the base of the uh, patients that we see for locals are mainly orthodontic treatment. People who need to align their teeth.
1: Okay, and the local uh, the base of local clients is that um, has that fluctuated in any way, or has it been like stable, or what is like what is the treatment plan or the message for them when they come here like well,
0: well I, if you're talking about percentage of uh clientele yeah like percentage imbalance.
1: is one of them but like generally also like what what are the other things that has, have their needs changed in any way like
0: uh bidc and bidhc is quite a lot of international patients and expats yeah uh we do see the the, the percentage of but the percentage of local uh, patients increasing as well okay. uh I think one of the main thing is because um of globalization and mm-hmm. as well as uh nowadays there's a fluctuation of exchange rate et cetera so we see more locals now than before um the glamour of medical tourism isn't as as strong as in the past
1: right yeah, yeah
0: it's More diluted right now.
1: Yeah, because it's probably the BART is a little too strong for that (laughs) to be like.
0: Yeah, I wish they would do something about that.
1: (laughs) They really need to work on that. (laughs) So you're saying so the percentage of the local um, uh, patient is increasing, right?
0: It is increasing. Um, It's it's always been there. It's just we we see that the percentage of uh, local patients that we do receive are there as well. It's increasing as well.
1: Do you do you like have any? marketing campaigns or any of those things or do you just you know you feel like the reputation speaks for itself like what is the kind of uh, do you have any kind of promotional activity that way
0: for the local market oh
1: yeah both local and international what are the kind of things um, that you
0: most of the time uh bidc and bdh their treatment fees are more or less standardized they're fixed uh we have Small Signature and Dental Signature, which is our other, other two brands, yeah. um, they 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 would have specific uh, promotions on and off in periods. So Small Signature and Dental Signature are mainly based in the shopping malls, whereby when you pass through, you might see see some local promotions available for those group of uh, people.
1: Okay, okay, at that location. Yeah.
0: At, at those locations, yeah. Okay, okay. Because they're meant to look after uh, patients who actually doesn't have in mind to have treatment. Mm. And uh, if you're walking past and you see something like tooth whitening, it's yeah. interesting to you. Yeah. Yeah. It's something you could consider.
1: Okay. And from like a governmental perspective um, or and generally infrastructure perspective, how do you feel like it's been in Thailand in your journey here in making all this happen as... Has it really changed fast? Has it have, has Thailand kept pace with all these? You I know?
0: I think Thailand looks so different. Uh, Bangkok looks very different from when I came. Yeah. And now it's so much more skyscrapers and buildings everywhere. Okay. So I could see like the population in Bangkok itself is growing a lot more.
1: And they just want a lot more stuff, also. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: So it's a lot more a lot more uh, people. I think living in a city right now. Yeah, yeah. So it has it has changed in terms of uh, infrastructure within Bangkok itself, and therefore we see the need to have several locations in order for it to be easily accessible yeah. to to people who are looking for treatment at uh, Dental Signature Smile Signature. So these branches are actually spread out in different areas of Bangkok.
1: Okay.
0: Because um, I know that. Nowadays, people go for what's accessible to them. Yeah, they're it's not going gonna... to
1: travel for half an <laughs> hour now. So yeah. we're
0: going back to the question of Bangkok's jam. <laughs> yeah,
1: of course. Yeah, <laughs> I think all our lives revolve around it.
0: Correct. I mean, so you can't if, get past Even if you it. see, most of the time you see people moving towards your workplace or moving close to some place because they just do not want to bother with the jam.
1: <laughs> yeah, absolutely, who does?
0: And therefore we have to put our clinics near them now. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: And that's the strategy, right? That's the strategy for everyone like I keep talking to people who have long commutes and they just seem miserable at this point you know and it's the same with people who have to send their kids very far away to school like they're they're like oh but you know there's so much open space they get to play I'm like yeah but they're sitting in the car for two hours what do you want to do about that you know
0: yeah that's always one consideration when we're making decisions isn't it in Bangkok where where the location is yeah
1: (laughs) the plan can easily fall through otherwise you know
0: yeah, one of the reasons why Bangkok International Dental Hospital is uh, based in Plonchit or in Sukhumvit areas because we want it to be close to its the city or you know, where the expats and yeah. people who are around this area are happy to travel to as well. Yeah,
1: and, and, and if it's not next to a BTS, I think most people stop caring.
0: <laughs> it's true yes, though, it's yes.
1: true. You BTS be... is
0: a very convenient way to get around here. Yeah,
1: and like like, people judge businesses by that now, I think. <laughs> I genuinely feel that way. So, so yeah, so we we've, we've covered a lot of stuff that happens in Bangkok and um how people get attracted here and what they have to what they like to do when they come here. But what about your other locations? So you said you had some in Phuket?
0: Yes, we have two locations in Phuket. They're in Patong. Okay. So one of them is right in front of the beach, so you have a view of the beach. Nice. And the other one's next to Chang Silon. So okay. both locations are in Patong itself.
1: Okay. So the these these are again um very much in the medical like tourism field again. Like they're Correct. trying to get people who want to spend time in a very beautiful tropical island, but also have their teeth fixed. Yes. Uh, when did this start, like for you? When did the Phuket branch come started,
0: about? Uh, it started about maybe it's about five years or six years ago. Okay. So uh, we put that in Phuket, and actually, 99% of our patients in Phuket are international. Yeah. yeah. Because basically people who go to Phuket or to Patong is, are there for the beach. Yeah. And uh, at the same time, um, they can get their treatment done. So it's basically Win-win. the sun mixed together with medical tourism. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. So um, uh, do you see other sp- other places? So you have Chiang Mai, you have Phuket, but are you eyeing the next nice destination already? Mm-hmm. Do you have some names on the board that you're considering?
0: So we're having Chiang Mai first, that will be launched uh, this month, this coming month uh, in October. Yeah. Uh, And then uh, we might be looking at other areas as well, maybe Pattaya in some other areas. Yes.
1: Wow. Okay. So there's really going to be a network of like your medicals and dental centers around Thailand.
0: Well, we pick, we pick areas whereby we feel that we can get good dentists because, as I said, one of the core policies or our core focus is on, is on good, good dentistry, meaning that quality-based dentistry. So you have mm. to have good doctors for those. Sure. Um,
1: let's discuss that, actually, because um, if, if I wanted to know the best dental college or university in Thailand, which would that be? Like which, which, let's say, five would or three would you look only, at?
0: There are only a few dental schools or universities in Thailand. Yeah. So um, they're, major, they're majorly based in, uh, let's say in Bangkok, that would be Chula Long Kong, Mahidon. Hmm. Uh, in the south, you have Prince of Songkla. In Chiang Mai, you have Chiang Mai University.
1: Yeah.
0: So um, main most of the main city areas would have dental schools, but these are just a few of them which are well known.
1: Right. Yeah. So I'm assuming, you know, the local dentist uh, or want aspiring dentist starts out at the local university and then maybe goes abroad to get a specialization and then you guys look into whether you should get them in or not right would uh, that be the process
0: normally all doc all dentists here has to be board certified so yes the the main the main ways that uh dentist pro the process of dentistry of qualifications is that they do finish their dental school in thailand first in order to get a license to practice. Practice, And a lot of them thereafter travel to UK, USA to get specialized specializations or um, some of our doctors, they're scholars. So they're actually sent overseas in order to, to specialize in that area. So when they come back, they actually speak for that specific area of expertise.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah, That's pretty impressive. So
0: uh, and there, there's a, there's yeah. also a difference in board certification as well okay. um if you graduate from overseas you have a certification that can be a master's degree but when we say that um a dentist is board certified it means that they actually took a separate board exam okay. uh, whereby they have a license to practice in that country
1: Right. So when we say it's like a law exam, like the bar exam.
0: So yeah. basically, um, if let's say I I say that we have American board dentists, it means that they are, they have the capability or they have the license to also practice in America.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that that means they have more than one license to practice, basically. In as in they they can practice here in Thailand and in America.
0: Correct. And and they can they are also they are also certified beyond your normal master's certificate. is actually a separate exam where they take uh, with practice and residency to make sure and to ensure that they can actually work and work and have a license to do treatment in that country.
1: Okay. Okay. I mean, yeah, these, these, I can see why it it has, uh, takes a while to amass all this information (laughs) because, uh, I mean, people don't want to think about dentistry. That's the problem. Like, people don't want to think about what the dentist has to do or why you have to go. If it's toothache, you just hope it goes away tomorrow. But like, there's a whole process here and a whole infrastructure that needs to be put into place, right? Yes,
0: and there's a very wide range of uh, types and qualifications. So it, when you go to your dentist, you want someone skillful or you want something that is uh, safe, then you have to look into certain things such as uh, whether they have cert- certification, whether they board certified, who's treating you, uh, whether it's sterilization in the in in the practice, so yeah. different things yeah. you look
1: at. Yeah. So I guess like setting up these standards also takes some time, right? Like because
0: it takes a lot of time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. it takes a lot of training and it takes resources. Well, um, doing sterilization checks, so there's physical checks, biological checks, chemical checks So every single packet that we have. Uh, has to go through a very stringent process, both while they are autoclaving, while they're sterilizing. After they come out of the autoclave, you have to check that it's totally sterilized. When you open the pack, you recheck again that sterilized. And for equipment that you put into for surgery, it's a biological check, which means that it is not just enough to chemical check it. You have to actually check for biological to see whether it's 100% sterilized. Wow. So there's triple checks done uh, at BIDC and at BIDH.
1: Yeah. Okay. That I I'm I, yeah, you're right. There's a lot of detail in this. <laughs> There's a lot of details <laughs> lot into of details, yeah. into
0: getting a lot of things done and um standards vary in Thailand.
1: Yeah, they do. I mean, it's a very nice way of putting it without being rude, but there <laughs> there are like there are a lot of places here that you would wonder like do I want to like go for any kind of treatment in this sort of location or not? And I mean, I understand because like again I grew up in India and it's yeah, you can either get the best treatment or the worst treatment or something in the middle. You know, it's a very, very wide range of things that can happen. Um, okay, so thank you so much for your time. It's my pleasure. Uh, we learned a lot more about dentistry than any of us thought. I think, uh, <laughs> but I think it's very good. Uh, so uh, anyone can anyone who lives in Thailand or wants to visit can actually come and make an appointment here and get a checkup for free, right? Yes, that's that's what I understand. So correct. I think everyone should, if they haven't done it already, if you don't already have a dentist, um, a checkup won't hurt. It certainly won't hurt your wallet. Not yet anyway. you will come and you'll understand from the consulting dentists here who are extremely well-trained, as we have discussed, and you'll understand a little bit more about your teeth. And yeah, Musenna, do you have anything else that you would like to tell people about dentistry and dentistry in Thailand?
0: Well, just take care of your teeth and... uh always do have have a have a checkup done
1: yeah so we'll put links to bidh and bidc and their website so if you don't live in uh, the plungeet area or aren't visiting anytime soon there are a lot of other locations you can check out even if you are going to phuket for the weekend there's a place you can go there as well so uh yeah uh thanks for your time and we'll catch you you guys sometime soon thank you And that's it from Brood in Bangkok for this episode. If you like the show, please go to iTunes and leave it a five-star rating. If you would like to find out more about the show, you can go to broodinbangkok.com and the website will redirect you to more information about the podcast, show notes and more background information about our guests and anything else you want to know about the show or me. Until next time.